you have three sleep stages that you go through in order to get through a sleep cycle. A sleep cycle is 90 minutes and you start off the night with, uh, you'll go right into deep sleep. Mm -hmm. Then you go in back into light sleep. And then the second half of the night, you're in REM sleep. And so that's why sometimes you wake up remembering your dreams because that's where you dream. And so I'm Christy Code Red, and you're listening to Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle, where we believe food holds the power to heal or poison. And we believe our society has been misled regarding proper nutrition and weight loss. You're in the right place if you're looking for some straight up truth, because I'm here to shed light on the lies and brainwashing that has taken place over the past five decades. Thanks so much for listening. Welcome back to another episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. I'm your host, Christy Code Red, author, entrepreneur, retired professional boxer. Of course, we all love it. And yes, I hear from all of you that you love when Carrie joins me on these podcasts. So thank you, Carrie. Carrie, that's all they ever talk about. We love Carrie. I don't think it's me. I think if I did my own podcast and they would say, we live when Christy's there. So I think it's the yin and the yang. It has nothing to do with us individually. Let's be honest. Carrie, do you remember when Ellie was little and Ellie, our niece said to me one time, she was so mad at, at her mom, our other sister. And she said, Aunt Christy, I wish you were my mom. And I said, yeah. sissy, I said, if I was your mom, you would not feel that way. <laughs> and it's exactly right. That is the truth. Let me just tell you, everyone tells Amory, your mom's so cool. Amory's like looking at him. So, you know, also I found that she's not using her whole name at school. So we've had, we've had some interesting, how many of you listening right now have named your child one thing and they call themselves something else? Like if I wanted wanted you to have that name, then that's what I would have named you. That was hilarious, but oh, I would be, I would be mad too. Especially when people text me and they're like, how is Anne? And I'm like, no, I named her Anne Marie. Oh, and it's not their fault. They're, they're doing what they've been told. So anyway, kind of funny. It's just oh, funny well. how it doesn't matter. You know what? People are always going to say what they want. And we love when we love your comments. We love when you rate and review us and stuff. And some people just like, I mean, everybody, they all want something different. They want you. They want me by myself. They all, you know, that. So we love you guys. And we're excited to come here. And this is a great episode. And it's called what gets measured gets managed. I learned this phrase from Miles years ago, Miles is a retired executive of a fortune 500 company. And he taught me this, like, you got to have reports. You got to be able to measure things. You, you test, don't guess, you know, that kind of thing. This specifically has to do with Carrie and something that she has experienced these last few months about her sleep. Now, let me preface all this by saying that we are not in any way, shape or form affiliated with Fitbit which is the device that Carrie has used of what we're getting ready to talk about. We love Fitbit. We both have one, but we don't, we're not partnered with them. They're not sponsoring this. It just happens to be what Carrie used in order to come to the realization that we're going to share with you right now. If Fitbit wants to sponsor us, just email me Fitbit. Yeah. Why Get don't they? <laughs> why don't they? Why don't we? We sell a lot of them. So I have struggled for my, with my sleep for a while. And I think that it stems from spending so many years working nights. And of course, we all know that working a lot of night shifts, 
the studies have shown it's very hard on your body. It's very hard on your weight. It is very hard on your lifespan. Let's be clear. Like people that are up all night have shorter lives. I'm sorry. We also get paid more. So that's always nice. That night shift differential. So I think so many years of working nights and then moving from places that have all daylight and all dark, like, you know, Alaska. So there's the environmental issues, there's the work issues, there's having kids and, you know, every mother, we kind of always sleep with one ear open anyway, one eye halfway open one ear. So I don't think that my sleep struggles, Christy, are unique to me. I think a lot of women and men that are watching us right now probably have the exact same struggles. So I don't think that I'm special. But I don't think Carrie, you also had stomach surgery. Do you think that has to do with anything? No, I mean, sometimes if my stomach were upset, but I just think it's being a nurse and working nights and nursing babies and being up with them. And like you say, I don't even know if we're allowed to say breastfeeding anymore. Don't we have to say chest feeding? But anyway, whatever. Yeah, that's there's a new thing. Whatever I was doing with those kids, feeding them, being, you know, not having good bedroom boundaries was another one, which we're going to talk about. And we're, you know, just all those things added to me, just having worse and worse quality sleep. And Christy and I've discussed this for years. We've talked about my sleep. Chrissy's like, how'd you sleep? Do you need extra sleep? I would get to Chrissy's house and I'd be like 5 PM. I'd be like, see you in the morning. (laughs) Go get in bed. And so I think a couple of things happened all at once, Chrissy, that have made such a big difference for me. And the first, I'm sorry, let me interrupt you and just insert that the only, I've only ever known Carrie to take naps. She's taken a nap. She'll take a nap anytime she can. Like for years, this and and what we're getting ready to tell you, I, I mean, I, I couldn't believe it when like spoiler alert, she doesn't take naps anymore, but she's oh, I've always you've always taken naps. Oh, and I, who doesn't love a good nap? And I do think that's because you would work all night, not sleep well in the daytime as a nurse and then lay back down at three to try to get a little bit of sleep until five until you had to go back on your shift. So I do think that's all I got to be a good napper that way. So Christy, I think my story goes a little bit like that. A lot of people can relate and Christy and I have always talked about my sleep. I remember being a new nurse, Christy, I have to tell this story and hearing some of the older seasoned crusty nurses talk about sleeping and well, what would you give for sleeping? What would, what do you take? Well, what do you take? You know, these 3am conversations, well, nurse Betty, that's been a nurse 87 years. Well, what do you take? What do you do? And I remember being new Christy and sitting around the nurse's station and hearing these women and my mouth hanging open, but very slowly that became me now, not in every sense, but one lady was like, I take a half an Ambien. This is a long time ago. Y'all I take a a quarter of a lorazepam and 25 milligrams of Benadryl and I sleep. One lady was like an Ativan and a shot of wild Turkey whiskey. (laughs) They were just being like, what is, am I going to turn into one of those people? And I did Christy, because I became so dependent on medication to help me sleep because my natural circadian rhythm was never getting reset to the correct time. And also devices, you know, the introduction of having devices, you know, when I was brand new nurse, we didn't have phones, (laughs) we had phones, but they were attached to the court. I'll never forget the, the new nurse this wasn't too many years ago. I was like, go ahead and call the doctor. And she picked up the landline. She's like, now, how do you do these? I was like, oh my gosh, I just, you have to dial nine to get out. So anyway, all that, Christine, I've always talked about my sleep. I've tried different things. I've tried this. I've tried that. Recently, a couple months ago, Christy suggested, well, have you thought about getting a Fitbit, which is ironic because I give people advice all the time to get a Fitbit. Now, Christy, was always talking about her sleep score. 
Yes. Do you want to explain what a sleep score is, Christy? Yeah, the sleep. I know I was always every morning I would share with Carrie my sleep score. And a sleep score is something that I believe the in, all devices give you this. And it's the quality of sleep that you get. And it's a percentage of the grid, like, you know, like a like a grade on a test or something, you know, and yeah, and like so out of 100. Yeah, out of 100, it's a percentage, the higher percentage, the better. And you have, and I, just to give you a little bit of background on sleep, you have three sleep stages that you go through in order to get through a sleep cycle. A sleep cycle is 90 minutes, and you start off the night with, uh, you'll go right into deep sleep. Mm-hmm. Then you go in back into light sleep. And then the second half of the night, you're in REM sleep. And so that's why sometimes you wake up remembering your dreams because that's where you dream. And so people think that deep sleep is the most important because of the word deep. And that's absolutely not true. All three steep sleep stages are equally important. Light sleep, deep sleep, and REM sleep all give you a different type of recovery. And they're all equally important. Now, you don't need as much of deep sleep as you do of, of light sleep and, and other stage stages. And so for those of you who hit the snooze button, it's really bad because when you hit the snooze button and you, you snooze for another five minutes or 25 minutes, you're entering into another 90 minute sleep cycle, but then you get up in the middle of that sleep cycle. So right. you have interrupted right. that sleep cycle, making it worse for yourself. So it's never a good idea to hit that snooze button. It's always better just to get right up with your alarm and don't go into it unless you can do a full 90 minute sleep cycle. So that's kind of a rundown on sleep. And so when you wake up in the morning, you'll get a sleep score and it goes from fair. It'll go poor if it's real bad, fair, good, excellent. And the good is in the, in the eighties, 80 percent. And the nineties is excellent. So I have a, I have Fitbit app on my phone and it syncs up with your watch and based on your heart rate and your breathing, it can determine and body movement. It can determine what kind of what kind of thing you're in. And it's really, it's a real, you can't see it, but it's Fitbit has its own app and it tells you a sleep score. So for years, Christy's been like, yeah, my sleep score was this much. Like how fast she ran a mile. Okay. Yeah. This was last night. Oh, wow. That's a good one, Christy. Yes. She almost got an A. Yeah. I almost got an A. Exactly. Christy almost got an A. Now, what I find interesting about this is I ordered the Fitbit y'all. Got it home, synced it up. Christy helped me. I'm wearing it right now. You can see it's just a nondescript. They have fancy ones. They have non-fancy ones. I got not bottom row, but like middle, but not the really expensive one. Cause I really don't care what like they do crazy stuff. I don't know if they do VO2 max, but they have some crazy oxygen stuff. I, I don't have sleep apnea. I wasn't worried about that. So they have a lot of interesting, the, the aura ring does it. Apple has a sleep setting, but Fitbit is what we have found to be awesome. So I synced it up and it's been amazing, Christy, since I got the watch and not the watch itself, but being aware of my sleep has changed my sleep habits. Just having a number and knowing where I need to improve because you could get beautiful amount in each sleep stage. But if you didn't quite get enough time altogether, your sleep score is lower. You could get tons of time laying in that bed where you think you're asleep, but if you were awake all night or restless, you're going to have a lower sleep score. So they don't just take into account the minute your head hits the pillow, the minute you wake up and start the Folgers. They look at all different factors to determine your sleep score. Just like when Christy created custom programs for people, you know, before you look at all factors. When we look at how are we going to manage your weight loss? Same thing. We're looking at your height, your weight, your current weight, your age, 
this is what a Fitbit does. It takes into account a lot of factors. Okay. So fast forward, I come back. What was my first sleep score? It was like in the eighties, wasn't it? Christine? I couldn't believe it. It was like an 83. And I was like, sis, that's not too bad. Cause you, yeah, I'm no going to have to stop complaining now since Christine knows my numbers, I can't complain about being tired, <laughs> but what has happened over the last couple of months, Christy, is that I have become more aware of, it's almost like a game. Like if I want to get to that 90, I have to get my butt in bed at 8 30 PM. And why? Because it here at the Thompson Rusty Plow Farm, we get up early. So you can't go to bed at 10 and get a good score because it's just simply not enough time asleep. It's not enough time. So it's made me so aware. Christy, the other thing that really helped was I started taking code red CBD oil. That's been huge for me and not so much like like an Ambien, like knock you out, not at all. But one of the problems that was keeping me awake at night was my own thoughts. Like Christy says, get out of your own way. I was in my own way for sleeping. I would lay there. I would take a piece of paper and a pen to bed with me. I would make lists. I would think about getting back downstairs and going on my computer and maybe doing a little bit of extra work, which Christy gets upset with me every time I get caught doing that. And it's, it's every, if I get an email at a certain time, I'm like, stop, get off your computer. Let me say something real quick about CBD oil. I've been taking CBD oil for a long time since Chris Gethin got me on it. And then we, then I realized I was paying $158 for there's 30 milliliters of the 1500 milligram CBD oil. And I was like, there's gotta be a better way. This is so expensive. So we created our own, we have our own private label CBD oil. And the, I use the 1500 milligram. We do have a thousand and 1500. I just, I'm a big girl. I need a lot. And you put one milliliter droplet full under your tongue and it just relaxes your whole body head to toe. It just, for me, it makes my nighttime anxiety a lot worse. Not that I have a lot of anxiety at night. Yeah. A lot, a lot better. Um, sorry. That wasn't the right way to say that. Did I, what was my sleep score? Did I get enough sleep last night anyway? But it does, it helps me get out of my own head. It doesn't make me sleepy, like, like a sedative, but it helps me relax enough to where I can appropriately go to sleep. It's been a game changer for me. So the CBD oil and then getting this Fitbit which in itself, the Fitbit is not magical, but the information is magical. So when you know, when you have solid data in front of you, when you've measured it, then you can manage it. Then I could say, Carrie, set an alarm on your phone every day at 830, that alarm goes off and it says, get to bed. And Christy, if I'm down here on my computer, if I'm trying to wash up the rest of the dishes, if I'm throwing another load in the laundry, it makes me go, stop unless there's a code red emergency, nothing has to be done right now. Go get in bed. I go wash off my makeup and I'm asleep by nine. And that alarm, just having the information from my Fitbit that I needed to be in bed sooner has been huge for me. Huge. It's made all the difference in the world. Just having those numbers to be able to go, oh, and then you sit and think about it. Why didn't I sleep as well? You know what? I let the cats in the room or I didn't have that door shut or I didn't have all the light turned off in the room or someone left that little light out in the hallway. Those things affect your sleep. And unless you get a number, then all you're doing is guessing the next day. It's like trying to guess what your weight is standing in front of the mirror and going, oh, I thought I'm about a pound up. You have no idea unless you get on the scale. So just like we use a scale for weight loss to track our progress, it's the same thing with a Fitbit. 
It has been huge. I know that for me, my fit, Mike, always know if I eat late at night, not late at night, late for me, and just in the evening time, I never sleep well, and my 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 scores are always low. Really? Oh, never. I just I don't do well going to sleep on. I have to go to sleep completely empty in my tum in my tum tum, and it's amazing. And I always like I think it's not going to matter, you know. And then it's all it was only roast beef, or it's not going to matter. It was only blank. Any food in my stomach will will make me toss and turn. I'll get up. I won't feel good. I, I won't just and my sleep score will be like an 82. And that's that's low for me. So I want to say something. A lot of people ask the question. They'll ask me and they'll write into our help desk and they'll say, what kind of sleep score score should I have? You need to be moving in a direction of improvements. Yes. So if you are normally in the 60s, but since you've been on code red, you're now 77, 81. Oh my gosh, this is a massive improvement. If you're normal set now, if I had a 71, I would be catatonic. I would be, I'd be drooling on myself. I'd be stripping over my, I would be, it'd be awful. Even when I'm an 81 or an 82, I don't function well. So everybody's different. But if, if 71 is an improvement and then now a month later, you're now at 81, this is huge. Allie Clark, Carrie, our longtime rebel, Allie Clark, she just posted in the, she's one of my VIP clients. She is who has been a horrible sleeper for what I three years I've been working with her and now she's getting a 91 she's like it's it's freaky so it's really moving in a direction of better we would love to have you I get between 85 and 92 consistently and so this is really what's good for me I'm about probably 83 to 88. I don't get as high of a sleep score as Christy, but it's still, it has just Christy. It's made me so aware people join our challenges and they get on the scale. Have you noticed this Christy? I'm preaching to the choir and they're like, Oh, I didn't realize I was 278. I thought I was sure that I was under 250. That really surprises me or, Oh, I was 258. I'm really surprised. I thought I was like 270. They have no idea where they're coming from. It reminds me also of having debt and not knowing your percentage on the credit card and not knowing you just make that $27 payment every month. You don't know if there's five grand or eight grand or seven grand and you're paying 30% or 10% or fit. You don't know. And so sometimes we have to embrace the monster. We have to turn into it and go, okay, I'm making a list of all the credit cards and what the payments are and what our actual real live. If grandma died and left me a hundred thousand dollar balances so I can pay a hundred thousand dollars so I could pay it off. And so it's the same with weight. It's the same with sleep. When you know it, when you can measure it, when you can get some hard data, it doesn't, the power of the monster quote unquote goes away. I just can't sleep. Well, Carrie, you can't use that as an excuse anymore. If you're getting a real time number every morning, that can't be your excuse. Now you have to say, okay, so I got an 82. Why did I get an 85 last night? Oh, I went to bed 10 minutes late. Oh, I was talking to so-and-so on the phone. Oh, I didn't take my medicine on time. You know, all that kind of stuff. So now the power is taken away from the monster. The thing that's causing you to not move forward. And Christy, you and I both know if you don't sleep, you don't lose weight. You ain't sleeping. You ain't losing. Now, Carrie, would you mind sharing with all of us the conversation that you had with Brandon? Because you had to have a conversation with him. He doesn't go to bed early as you, as early as you, and he has a different sleeping pattern as you. It's, you know, over 25 years in the military, he's just a different person. And you actually, you were feeling bad 
about not staying up with him. You know, he stays up a little later and you guys kind of had a talk. You had to have a talk. You were like, Brandon, listen, I need to start going to bed a little sooner. Could you share with us that conversation? Maybe that'll help other people when they have to have their talk with their partners. I, I feel like it's hard when you, Brandon doesn't make it hard on me, but it is hard to be with somebody who does, who has very disordered sleep. And of course, Brandon being in the military for so many years, he can absolutely function pretty well on four or five hours of sleep. Now, He's also not trying to lose weight. And also he knows this is not optimal. Like it, trust me, I'm not saying that anybody should try to function on four or five hours of sleep. But the problem is you kind of get used to that after so many years of it. I'm hoping that he'll move into better sleep patterns. But what I was doing was I was taking responsibility for his sleep patterns. And I was feeling like, oh, well, if he's going to stay up till 10 o'clock to watch TV, maybe I should say, and I don't like to watch TV, but maybe I should sit in the room and just visit with him. It wasn't even so much TV. We spend very little, I mean, he only spends an hour and a half, maybe per day in front of a TV. That's it. Like not even, it's just enough for him to unwind. That's his pattern, but it's not my pattern. So Christy's right. I was taking some of that responsibility for that sleep issue and making it feel like I needed to be a part of it. And when I finally went to him and said, I'm getting this Fitbit, I really need to start getting ready for bed at 8.30. And he was totally, I don't know why I thought he was gonna not be okay with it. He's like, yeah, you have to do what works for you in the evenings. Like we, maybe on Fridays, you can sit in there and we'll watch a movie. Like maybe we'll do something else. We'll start going in there earlier. Now that it's getting darker earlier, it makes it a little bit easier. Well, I'll tell you what, those chickens didn't wanna go to bed before 9.30. And I was like, yo, mama gotta go to bed. Mama got to go to bed. Kiri, when I was farm sitting for you, I was herding all the chickens in at like eight. And they were like, yeah, Aunt Christy, listen, we don't go to bed this early. And I was like, I was out there with a stick. Come on, everybody. Auntie needs to go to bed. Everybody needs, Auntie needs to go to bed. The goats were like, and I was like, come on, guys. I'm glad when it gets a little darker, a little earlier in the middle of summer, I was like, man, I'm tired. So what we came up with was even last night, I was kind of having a rough night. Brandon came into the room. I think it was 8 PM. My makeup was off. I had my jammies on. I was stressed out about something. And he looks at me and he goes, go to bed. And I was like, it's just, (laughs) and he goes, we can't solve those problems right now. Just have you taken your CBD oil? You need to take your CBD oil. Maybe you need a little extra. (laughs) And then he said, go to sleep. And I was like, oh, he's like, just please. So at eight 30 by eight 30, he was going get into bed, please. And it was so nice, Christy, because he sees that I just don't function well without a good amount of sleep. Also, I was told recently that I would have not been any good if I had been caught by enemies and tortured with sleep deprivation. (laughs) No, I think it's pretty clear to Sergeant Major that I would not have been done, not have done well in the army doing sleep deprivation and or being caught by the enemy. I think a couple hours into sleep deprivation, I'd have been like, my social security is five. (laughs) Also, they could have, I told Chrissy, they could torture me with like kids screaming and phones ringing. I just like, just keep on. I wouldn't, that wouldn't, that wouldn't cause any kind of torture for me, but sleep deprivation, I would not have done well. But it was good for us to have that conversation about sleep 
And he was very understanding. So I would encourage any of you that are struggling, you have to put up boundaries. I just had a conversation yesterday with a rebel who won a consultation with me, which is always fun. She's in weight loss mode. And we talked and she's like, I just have to put up better boundaries. And I'm like, yeah, get a Fitbit because you'd be like, look at that score going. I got to do better than last night, especially if you're a competitive person, what measure, what gets measured gets managed, Chrissy. And having that data, that raw, hard number is really good for me. The reason I, and I'll link it up below you guys, just so you can see which, which Fitbit we use. I I have a little different, I don't wear mine throughout the day. I actually leave it on my nightstand and, and I put it on when I go to sleep. And the reason I originally got it is my favorite feature besides the sleep gore is that it vibrates me awake. So before COVID, I was doing a lot of traveling. Now, post COVID, I only travel about twice a month, maybe. And I love, love, love early morning flights. Well, I love early mornings anyway. So I'm all, if I, if I go anywhere, it's usually on a 6 a.m. flight. I like to be the first one out. I like to be on that early morning. I like it. I like it when the flight attendant serves me some hot coffee. Yes, I just, I like the early morning flights. And so I got to be up at three. Sometimes the, the Uber is going to pick me up at 4.30 whatever's going on and being able to have a vibrating watch that goes on my wrist and doesn't wake up miles has been huge. In fact, just the other day, I talked to my friend Marley. She gets up and she goes to 6 a.m. bar class. And she says, you know, I just and she was just saying to me, you know, I don't know. Stephen just, you know, he he doesn't sleep in the same pattern as I do. And my alarm always wakes him up. I was like, Mar, you got to get yourself a vibrating Fitbit. It vibrates. It's worth the money right there. Not waking up your partner. I was wondering if you were going to do that. Me, 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 yeah. <laughs> me, 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 because exactly what it does. It's awesome. And I, Christy reminded me of that. I don't have to set an alarm because the light outside wakes me up and tells me it's time. Although Anne-Marie has to be at the bus stop when it's barely light. So we do have to get up earlier, but Christy's right. The, that is a wonderful feature. Also, we believe here at Code Red that everybody should move every day. If you have the ability, we don't believe in having to do punish yourself for what you ate and go to the gym. We don't believe in that, but we believe in movement, stretching, walking, getting and moving your legs, not just doing what I'm doing right now and sitting on my tushy. And so one of the things I like about the Fitbit, and by the way, 10,000 steps a day is a, a completely random number that somebody picked, by the way, did you know that it's yeah. not even like scientific, but I don't care. It's a nice goal. Get up, walk around your house. Kiri, have you gotten out of your chair every hour of this day? Yes, I have. And then I went to the gym and ran around like crazy. And then I came back home and ran around. So it's a good indicator of getting up and moving. I, I do appreciate that function of it. I like to wear mine to the gym to see how heart, high my heart rate is getting. Christy has a way better way of monitoring actually cal- actual caloric intake in an exercise setting. So I don't think this is super accurate, but it is nice to know that I did get some activity in. It'll say you got activity six out of seven weeks and how long your heart rate was up, things like that. So th- those are interesting features. But again, this, if they just had a sleep Fitbit, I'd buy it. Yeah. I do like to see what my oxygen variation is though. It tells you how much your oxygen went up and down at night. If you had sleep apnea, it'd be up and down a lot. Mine stays even all night long. I'm like a freight train going through the station. I'm like, all night. Although Brandon says I sleep like this. I don't think that's true. I, I think he's probably lying to me. For those of you that are listening, I have my mouth open like an old lady, but I don't, I don't think. 
there are lots of features on those watches that we don't use. I yeah. don't care. I don't use, I don't want to know. I want the sleep score and I want the vibrating alarm and that's it. Like I just but you don't could keep track of your water for those, you know, if yeah. you're a rebel and you're drinking a gallon a day, you can put your water in, you can use the alarm. There's some pretty cool stuff. You can even track your mood. The phone like this and I can't get my mood in. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Yeah. So there's a lot of Fitbit really does try to do great yeah. thing. And I appreciate that. But really the sleep and the alarm alone and being able to analyze, oh, that's when that time in the morning, the light comes in and that always wakes me up at four. I need to get a blackout curtain for that. That's why I, you can see that you were awake at four or mm-hmm. I I'm getting up to go pee. I got up four times to go pee. I really need to cut my water back after 6 PM. So, you know, those kinds of things, again, what gets measured gets managed and the data is invaluable. It's worth the how much are they, Christy? They're anyway. about 98 bucks, I think, off Amazon. The link that I'll put up below, you guys, okay. is, is an Amazon link. And that's, I think it's about, I mean, it's not, it's not cheap, but it's no. well worth it. It has changed Carrie's life. Yes. It really I don't ha- take naps anymore. No. I tried on Sunday. Because I felt like it was Sunday, maybe I needed a nap. And then I laid it in there like this with my eyes. Yeah. I was like, well, I'm getting up. <laughs> I had to be real sick to, to need a nap. You know, I can get a praying, low. Praying what was you. that? I'm praying for you. <laughs> that you'll learn how to take a nap. I, I can do one night of bad sleep, but I can't do two nights back to back. And it, whenever I see that score, I'm like, okay, Christy, that was your get out of jail free card. And man, I mean, I will make up for it the next night. But our whole point of talking to you about this, guys, is you just cannot guess. We test, don't guess. Don't be like, I mean, people, rebel tell, rebels tell us this all the time. They say, I get in bed at night and I get at nine and I get up, get up at six. Well, so what did you like? Are you, are you scrolling through Instagram? Are you watching TikToks for, for 90 minutes? Cause I can tell you, you can spend a lot of time on TikTok. I had to really reel it in watching funny TikToks. Like it, it's awful. Are you moving your toddler back to his big boy bed? I mean, are like, th- that doesn't mean anything just cause you got in, you pulled the covers back at nine and you got up at six. What is your quality of sleep? And don't guess, get yes. yourself a device that can help you monitor. And you might be thinking, well, that's expensive. I can't afford it. I would argue that you can't afford not to. And I would say maybe you forego a couple of $8 and 36 cents karma macchiatos and put some money away and get yourself a device that's going to help you sleep. I 100% agree. It'd be like being diabetic and being like, Ooh, I feel like I'm a 160. I'm going to go ahead and give myself some insulin. What? People all the time say, I have, I have a hypoglycemic. I'm hypoglycemic. I have reactive hypoglycemia. Carrie, help me. Oh, really? Well, how low is your blood sugar? I don't know. I don't test it. I just feel bad. Oh, well, that means nothing to me. Just so you know, like it has absolutely no value. Sorry. I, I need to know what your actual numbers are. We don't go by what we feel. Although sometimes my sleep score says I got a decent night's sleep and I don't feel as good as I think my sleep score is. So then I need to re-examine, did I take my pills too late? See guys, there's a reason that your number and your feeling doesn't line up. So it's yes. time to kind of look at everything. Did I take too much? Did I go to bed a little bit too early? Did I try to get up an hour early, even though I was in bed long enough? Okay. That was for the catch that flight. Okay. That makes sense. So again, you know, I've said it, the data is amazing to have. And in our coaching group, in our new, in our new code red app, make sure that you download your free app at coderedlifestyle.com forward slash app in our coaching group. We ask people to post a screenshot of their sleep score. And when they can't, they're like, everything's great. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. I'm sleeping just fine. Oh, really? What's your sleep score? Oh, I don't know. Oh, 
no, sorry, you're going to have to step up your game here, you know? So be prepared if you come to our coaching group that we're going to want to see the proof of what you're doing. And you need, you need to see the proof as well. It's been so insightful. I would not have guessed some of the things I found out about myself with regard to sleep. And I'm super proud of you because you took that and, oh, I think it all started because I said, man, I'd really like to put my Fitbit on you and find out what your sleep score is. And then it just got you thinking, I don't know what it was. You just turned a corner, you did it, you took it and you ran with it. Like you took it seriously and look (laughs) at the difference it's made for you. It's made a huge difference. In fact, the other day, Brandon said, I'd like to see what mine is. And I was thinking, I don't want to get a get. First of all, I don't think it'll fit on your big six foot, whatever wrist. Okay. Second of all, I don't want your number messed in with my numbers. Cause I, I got a, I got a standard to maintain. <laughs> that's so funny. You're oh, that's funny. What gets measured gets managed. You guys, we will, uh, we hope you enjoyed this. I, I think you, maybe a lot of you are like, huh? Maybe I need to think about this. I'll link this up below for you. Make sure that you stay connected with our Code Red app. Make sure that you are part of our community because community is the number one biggest thing that determines whether you lose your weight and keep it off and stay healthy the rest of your life. In our Code Red app, you can get maintenance coaching. You can get actual coaching if you have a home study program or a custom program. You can do the 10-pound takedown. You can buy all your products. It is really, truly a one-stop shop. So we're excited yes. that we'll see you in there. And we're having our own community that is off of Facebook. No ads, no algorithm, no censorship, no drama, no politics, nothing. Just 100% code red. And we're excited about that. So you guys, we'll see you in the app. Thank you, Carrie, for joining me. You're Everybody, welcome. we'll see you on the next episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. Hi, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rebel Weight Loss and Lifestyle. If you're not subscribed already, please be sure to do that right now. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could do me a quick favor and rate and review this podcast. That would be just so helpful. Speaking of help, let me know if I can help you. Go to coderedlifestyle.com, check out my programs and see what we can do for you. Until next time, Rebel on.